0: Welcome, welcome. This is Cassandra Austin McDonald with the Growth It Podcast, where I share my personal life experiences and the stories of others who have grown through life's ups and downs and came out on the other side. Listen in as you may become inspired to evolve into the best version of yourself. Welcome back, everyone, for an episode of the Grow Through It podcast. Initially, I wanted to share a different episode with you all today. However, with some recent events that have come up uh, on social media, I've actually been inspired to discuss bullying and specifically um, social bullying. And the artist Summer Walker sharing her story on social media about her struggles with social anxiety is actually what inspired me to shift gears and talk about something different today. Um, bullying is actually an uncomfortable topic for me to discuss because I've had personal experiences with it. Um, and I'll get into details about that here in a moment. But for those of you who are unfamiliar with who Summer Walker is, she's a singer and an artist. And recently on social media, um, she has been very public about sharing her struggles with social anxiety. She actually canceled most of her tour, stating it was due to her struggles with social anxiety. Um she's been getting a lot of flack about this from her fans and possibly from individuals who may not be fans, just people who I call and most people call trolls on the internet, just those negative naysayers who just always have something negative to say about what everybody else is doing with their lives. And as I was scrolling through, um, different articles related to summer walkers, um, struggle with anxiety and even some of her posts. I, to be honest, I wasn't very familiar with who she is. She's um, a younger artist. And when I went back and listened to some of her songs, they were familiar to me, but I'm kind of old school when it comes to some music that I listen to. I'm actually familiar with some current artists, artists, but Summer Walker, I wasn't very familiar with. So when I first heard this story about this, um, Black young lady suffering from social anxiety and the struggles that she was having with it and also the flack she was receiving from fans as a result of some decisions she was making for her own self-care. It really, really touched me. So doing what I do best, um, I started digging and looking into it and um, it really broke my heart to see how many people were being so insensitive, so negative, and even hostile about personal choices Summer Walker was making regarding her own mental and emotional well-being, which is a very, very personal choice and a very, very sensitive topic. Um, uh, I saw a clip from her acceptance speech at the BET Soul Train music awards and you could even see then just with how short her acceptance speech was, how uncomfortable she is being in certain settings. And what bothered me with a lot of the critics remarks is that a lot of people were saying, "Well, she needs to get used to it because you know, she's in um the entertainment industry and almost like this sense of entitlement from her fans as if she owes them a certain way of being when she's in the public light. And it just, that was just really unsettling for me. Um, I have no idea, no idea whatsoever what it's like to be in the public eye to that magnitude, nor do I have any idea what it's like to be famous. I can only speak to my personal experiences. And I just know as a public speaker, When I first began speaking publicly, I would almost vomit on myself. I mean, I would get so anxious and so nervous that it would literally cause a physical reaction in my body. And unless you've personally experienced it, you can't even adequately describe the symptoms of what you're experiencing. It's like an unknown form of terror. (laughs) to the next level. Um, literally nausea, um, could be sweaty palms. I mean, your body actually physically responds when you have high levels of anxiety. And, um, I felt really called and led to step into the speaking world. I knew I had a strong message to share, but I was also very inexperienced as a speaker and standing in front of people and speaking. And, um, I mean, it was a very, very uncomfortable experience. And I just continued to push myself and try to come up with coping skills and strategies to move past it. But I say all that to share, I could not imagine if I was in this young lady's shoes and having to deal with the flack and the critics and the trolls from the internet and all of these negative naysayers in those initial phases of me starting my speaking career and them throwing stones at me. I could not imagine what that experience is like because you're not only trying to cope and manage your own condition, but now you're also trying to deal with what the general public has to say about your condition. And I just, it actually makes me nauseous to think about having to experience that. And my heart really goes out to Summer Walker. Um, I feel like what she's doing and and speaking up and speaking out about this condition, especially in the black community. I mean, in the black community, we can be the most insensitive toward our own when it comes to specifically mental and emotional um, illnesses and anxiety, depression, PTSD, all of those things are, they're very real. A lot of them are actually um, conditions that were created as a result of trauma So it's not that something is wrong with us. It's something happened to us. And now our bodies and our brains have been wired to respond to certain life events in a certain way. And I mean, gosh, darn, because someone has been through some trauma in their lives, and their bodies, and their brains, have decided to respond a certain way that they're going to be condemned for it. (sighs) I mean, how dare people? It's absolutely absurd. Um, and so I want to move on and share some more about the Summer Walker story. But she she also had shared um, that she can no longer greet fans because of how much it drains her. And, um, you know, now she's being bullied on social media, essentially. That's my take on it. That's what it is. Um, people can say what they want as far as like, oh, she's just getting... Um, you know, comments, people are entitled to their right, to their opinions. And and yes, people are entitled to their opinions, but when do we, as a people, hold space for one another? When do we practice empathy? When do we have a curious mindset to seek to understand? Because When people don't understand something, they default to judgment. And I believe that's what's happening here is that you have a mass amount of people who are either ignorant to what social anxiety is and what those experiences are like, or they just have absolutely no clue at all whatsoever um, what it means and what it is and what it's like, that instead of trying to gain an understanding of it, instead of trying to get educated about it, they're defaulting to judgment. And I feel like this is a huge flaw within humanity as a whole is that when, when people do not understand something, rather than trying to become curious and ask questions, try to gain some clarity and some understanding of whatever the subject matter may be, they default to judgment. And I just want to encourage whoever's listening to this, if you're one of those people, think about a time in your life where you felt misunderstood, you felt unheard, and you felt judged and criticized as a result of even maybe something that you felt like you had no control over. And if you feel like you personally cannot come up with a scenario for yourself, maybe you can think about a family member, a loved one, a close friend, someone who is near and dear to your heart, who has had some sort of experience and you've watched them be judged and criticized and, and it made you angry. Think about that next time you spew hatred on social media, or next time you want to drag someone's name through the mud because of your lack of understanding. You know, I've personally had some experiences with with bullying, like I shared when I first started this episode. And um, that's why this is, it's an uncomfortable topic for me to talk about. Because I'm going to be honest with you guys, it, it can be embarrassing that you've experienced that. Especially where I'm at in my life today, um, because I've become such a a bold, audacious advocate for a lot of injustices and wrongdoings and standing up for the underprivileged and those of us who aren't spoken up for much. And um, sometimes I wish I could go back and stand up for myself for who I was back then when I may not have either been strong enough, or maybe I didn't have the words, I didn't know what to say at the time, or maybe I was judging my own self for things I was experiencing. You know, I remember the first time I experienced bullying was when I was in grade school as a little girl, because we grew up very poor. And, um, I remember that I had on, obviously we didn't have on new clothes and, um, my shoe had a hole in it because my feet were growing and my toe was rubbing against the top of um, the shoe. I don't know if you guys remember uh, those cotton canvas type of shoes. I used to call them white girls like kids. And I mean, if you wear, wear them and you, over and over again and your feet are growing, then it's susceptible to wear and tear. And then I had a hole in my shoe and I remember the kids pointing it out. And the bullying actually grew and evolved to different things. I mean, I was teased about the color of my hair. Then I was teased because kids found out that I was biracial, that my mom was white and my dad was black. and And then I was teased because I was a great student and I articulated myself well. And they would, the, my black peers would, tell me that I was trying to talk white, or they would tell me that I was the teacher's pet because I always got good grades. I mean, there was always something growing up, and it wasn't until um, I got a little older where I started to realize what was happening and would begin to develop more confidence and self-esteem for myself and um, surround myself around friends who built me up, not tear me down. But then when I entered the personal professional development industry as a speaker and an author and a coach and a strategist, I started experiencing it all over again, but it was with the mean girls, right? So back then when I was in grade school, they were mean girls, but now we're talking about grown women still acting like mean girls. And y'all is shocked the hell out of me because we're talking about women who are supposed to be in the women empowerment industry, tearing other women down. It was the biggest oxymoron I had ever experienced and witnessed because I could not understand for the life of me why there were women in the women empowerment industry who were supposed to be in this industry to uplift and encourage and build other women up. And they were tearing women like me down, women like me who were considered the underdog. Because we are new to the industry, maybe our social media following isn't at five and six figures yet. Maybe we haven't built our platforms yet to be a a six and seven figure brand, whatever the case may be. You guys, I almost wanted to quit and give up around this time because it it was like reliving my childhood with the mean girls, but in the professional setting. And then it got even worse. Um, It turned into women who I thought were my friends, even um, a woman who I went to college with, pledged a sorority with. with, um, They started making mean remarks on my social media posts, throwing shade at me. And I was experiencing internet bullying. And it was very discouraging. And I remember during that time, I wanted to throw in the towel. I wanted to quit, Um, I didn't want to do this work anymore, I didn't like being um, public online and experiencing um, this form of hatred because it really felt like I was not allowed to share my truth, share my voice and share my message with those who needed it without being knocked down at the same time and it was exhausting. Now, obviously, I didn't quit or give up because here I am. I'm still here, and I'm sharing my message on the Grow Through It podcast and other platforms. But you guys, it was a really trying time to fight through that moment and to try to get to the other side, as I call it, um, here on the Grow Through It podcast. When we grow through different life experiences, and I was in that dark moment where it wasn't only strangers that were being mean to me and bullying me but it was people who were supposed to be my friend women who called me sis and friend in War. and it was such a deep pain that i had experienced and so when i heard about that summer walker story i was like i have to change my agenda for this episode um, initially, I was going to talk about my journal my journey with therapy and uh when I started seeing these posts about Summer Walker and her story, I was like, "I have to share this because I want those who are in similar circumstances to know that you are not alone, and if for some reason Summer Walker comes across this, I pray, and I hope that you continue." to do the work that you've been called to do by sharing your gift with the world and to not let these internet trolls and these people who have no idea what it's like to walk a day in your shoes to tear you down. So with that being said, I actually have four ways to overcome bullying. Now, if you are a parent and your child has experienced bullying, please, please give them some, some time to be able to listen to this episode because I wish I had information like this years ago to help me through my journey to let me know for one I was not alone but to also give me some tools and some guidance so that I could get to the other side. So the first step is to acknowledge what you feel and how it's affecting you. The first step to anything, anything in life is awareness and acknowledging. And so with the acknowledgement, you really want to acknowledge like, yes, that hurt my feelings or yes, I feel like I am being um, ostracized. Yes, I feel like stones are being thrown at me. Whatever the feeling is, whatever you're experiencing, acknowledge it because what you refuse to feel will not heal. You have to deal with it so you can heal it. So you want to acknowledge what that experience is like and how it is making you feel. Second is to stand up for yourself. You have a voice. Your voice matters. And we teach people how to treat us. If we don't stand up for ourselves, we are basically letting other people know that it's okay to treat us the way that they have been, and it's not okay. And so it is our responsibility to show the world how we demand to be treated. And one way we can do that is by standing up for ourselves and using our voice. The third one is to talk to someone. If you don't have a trusted friend, a family member, a partner, maybe try therapy. Therapy has been an amazing tool that I have used in my life and on my journey to heal all sorts of wounds and areas in my life, bullying included. It's a wonderful way to process what you're experiencing and come up with tools and strategies on how you can move forward. The fourth is keep living in your truth. Don't you dare change who you are to appease those bullies, those internet trolls, and those negative Nancy naysayers. Your power belongs to you. And when you change who you are, you are giving your power away. So I hope that This episode really was enlightening for some of you, and also for those of you who have experienced some form of bullying, some form of comfort in letting you know that you are not alone. You are not alone, and it is my hope and my prayer that if you have been wounded due to bullying that you stop to get some some healing and to not carry that baggage into this new year. As they say, the healing or the wounds may not be your responsibility or your fault, but the healing is your responsibility. And you are not alone. There is many of us out there who have experienced it. And I just wanna let you know that those who are the ones bullying people, teasing people, picking on people, throwing shade at people, saying snarky remarks, they are deeply wounded. Hurt people hurt people. And people who would hurt another soul for their own benefit and satisfaction, for shits and giggles and to get a laugh out of it, are so deeply wounded that they too need healing. And if you are one of those people, I implore you to go get help too and to not carry that baggage into the new year. Looking forward to talking to you all next time. Thank you for listening and I hope you all have a happy holiday. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave your review for the podcast. To learn more, go to www.CassandraAustin.com.